0: Now we're going to talk about the three biggest growth blockers that many companies experience when they start growing and scaling their companies. Dina Villain here, and welcome back to Avenue for Growth podcast. It's Monday, and we are back here, and today we're going to talk about growth blockers. You know, uh, there are quite many growth blockers, those kind of things that, and beliefs and, and mindsets, and that are blocking our growth you know we could be growing but something is blocking it so we cannot do that and uh we usually inside avenue we talk about growth blockers that we need to solve and then we talk about growth activators and yes i am an engineer i love this kind of stuff you know talking about the <laughs> like, uh, activators and, and you know that kind of stuff so um, we talk about growth blockers and because that's something that we actually need to solve first before we can start looking into what could be the growth methodology for our customers and clients we usually work with uh, service providers experts sometimes we also work with uh, product business owners for example designers who are creating physical products that are handmade they are real experts in the areas and they they have these amazing, amazing products that are selling through uh, different kind of channels. But most often, we actually work with uh, service providers, business to business, sometimes even business to consumer services, interior designers, photographers, and we're looking at different ways for them to grow their companies. And uh, there isn't two companies that are similar or the same. And uh, that is why one size does not fit all. You know, there is uh, so much talks about, for example everybody should create an online course just because that's the only model for scaling a service-based business and it's by far not the case that's by far not the case in many cases it's just not what they these service providers, the specific service providers that we work with at least what they should be doing maybe sometimes it's a great way to add additional product into your product portfolio but uh, it is not the only way to scale a service-based business now um, with talk about the growth blockers and uh, before we can start looking into any kind of growth activators, we actually have to see what is blocking. So what is the thing that we need to solve first before we can go into the growth mode and start implementing strategies and tactics and rituals and beliefs that uh, help these entrepreneurs, our clients, wonderful clients, we have the best clients in this world, uh, help them to uh, grow their companies and increase revenues and better profits and a lot more joy in their lives. So one of the uh, normal growth blockers is to really to not to know what to do, you know, confusion. And as long as you're confused, nothing gets done. And uh, I can see this all the time. So people who are confused and actually as entrepreneurs, we are pretty confused often because there are so many things we could be doing. And there's no manuals. Nobody is handing over like a manual. This is how you can grow a company. Maybe somebody can try to do that, but it's usually not those things that actually will help you to grow. So there are so many things we could be doing, so much things that, you know, we're we going through as an entrepreneurs, as business leaders. And um, then we also need to make sure that we're focusing on the right things and not be flying, you know, everywhere. The freaky flagship, <laughs> you know, entrepreneurship. I know that so well that, you know, So many cool things, ideas are popping up in head and uh, not many of those are worth our focus. At least not right now. No, I work with a coach and a coaching team and uh, it's wonderful to hear this kind of guidance and get this this kind of guidance from uh, my coach team who says to me that, no, 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 you don't do that. You know, that is not what you're supposed to be doing, even though I think that something sounds super, super fun. So I really, really love to have this no, no sayers like, nay, don't do it. I'm from Sweden, so I say, nay, don't do it. Uh, People in my life as well, uh, we need to have the people who say like, yes, that is the best thing you can do. You know, you have to do it. Just go out there and own that space. Okay, confusion is the biggest growth blocker. So as long as you are confused, it's very, very, very difficult to do anything about it because you're just running around, you know, you're running around and thinking about this and that and maybe this one and then go back and forth and it's just not going to happen. You know Nothing is going to work as long as you are confused. So that is the growth blocker number one. If you are confused, you must take a few steps back and look at the big picture of your business and start layouting where exactly do you want to go? Like what is your big vision? Now the second biggest uh, growth uh, blocker and uh, actually these don't really come in any specific order. This is just the second on my list today is the things that we don't do at all. You know, people are so busy many times and thinking about doing something and then they just don't do it. So this could be because they are afraid of doing and I mean we are afraid of doing every day as entrepreneurs when we put ourselves out there we feel you know scared we feel nervous what will everybody say you know if they think I sound funny or if I had a typo or all those things and uh, the biggest growth blocker really is to not to do the things that you know you have to do. So once you have no confusion, no more, I mean, you don't have confusion and uh, you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And then... Just don't do it. And uh, that is, of course, blocking your growth because we cannot just dream and think our ways to success the results. And I know some people might argue that that is actually completely possible. I don't believe that. You know, I'm a very, very realistic engineering type of personality also from Finland. So, you know, Finnish people are very kind of, <laughs> we don't believe in a lots of hype. So uh, we know that uh, things just need to get done and uh, if you don't do things, if you have a lot of things that you know that you should be doing, let's say, for example, you're working with a coach or some mentor, some consultant, anybody who is helping you to bring you the clarity in your business in your life, what you're supposed to be doing, and then you're not doing that, obviously that is something that is going to block your growth. This is actually something that I see very much, you know, online, everywhere. In 2020, it's so easy to... so much information so much knowledge so much tips and advice and you know good things to do and it becomes such an overwhelming pile of things that we could be doing but because we don't usually see how it fits into my business model how it fits into my goals how it fits into what I'm supposed to be doing and particularly the current state of my business right now you know when you are starting your business there are certain things that you are not supposed to be doing even though Everybody says that you know you have to do this thing because the people who said it they probably have been in business for years, they already have the foundational stuff in place, so they don't have to focus on the foundational things, okay? Or they started doing something for years and years and years ago, and that particular thing has brought a lot of uh, success for them 10 years later, maybe. That is not the, the right advice in 2020, 2021, 2025, if it was something that worked for 10 years ago. When I started my first business, uh, there were some things that work really well. And today, those things, they don't work at all. So we have to renew the strategies and understand. And also, of course, for those people, those companies who are at the beginning of the journey, the things that they're supposed to be doing are different than those that have been in business for years, that already to grow and go to the next level it's a completely different type of strategy completely different type of set of activities mindsets and and beliefs and rituals that uh, growing companies need to implement versus somebody who is just starting out so it's very very important to understand that uh, we need to do some things but the things need to be aligned with the current status where we are right now with the own businesses but then again always have a vision focus on those things that are coming the same ways of doing business that we do now is not the thing that is going to take our businesses from this level to the next level so we need to know that we have to plan for the vision and plan for the what is coming where we want to go and see that very very clearly but also at the same time execute the things that are supposed to be done now so we can move to the next level the third uh, growth blocker is um, has to do with your business model. You know there are so many companies who would like to grow and they are looking at activities such as sales and marketing and while they are very very important yes you need to do sales and marketing every day in order to grow your company but uh, many times we can see that if you have a a business model that is actually not scalable or growable there's no point really in sending you you know hundreds or thousands of new leads and prospects and clients because you cannot handle them when we work with uh, entrepreneurs and business owners who have been in business for a longer time we see this all the time they are doing great they have clients they have money and everything is good but they work very very much and they are very tired in their lives and they don't really see the point why they do this the passion is kind of gone (laughs) they started businesses and they wanted to do something that we're very passionate about and now the passion fails because you're just working working all the time and you can't really see those um, real benefits Benefits that entrepreneurship has, for example, the possibility to decide when you work and when you don't work, possibility to stay at home with your kids when you want, if you want, or go on traveling and uh, don't care about having a schedule or some kind of uh, work at times, the you know office hours, for example. And all of a sudden, uh, it's, it's just a very difficult situation when an entrepreneur is doing the good work, is getting the clients, but also at the same time the time is being spent on working 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 and time on be doing those things while we in the first place started the companies for example being able to hang out with the kids you know go and do some fun stuff in the garden I like good gardening I'm not any good at that but I kind of really like it although we can't garden so much in Sweden because we usually have cold boring weather so uh It is my summertime hobby and uh, during winter times just try to find another hobby. If you have any good ideas for hobbies that we can do in Scandinavian parts of the world where it's always dark, always boring during the winter times, let me know. (laughs) I'd love to know. You know, I have a little envy of those people who can go surfing. We don't surf here in Sweden. Okay, and we can't either go snowboarding, which I used to do when I was younger because we don't have any snow anymore during the winter. So it's a little catch-22 anyway. So those things that we want wanted to do. We we started the business because we wanted to have more freedom and all of a sudden the entrepreneur is busy, busy, busy working in the business and cannot really see themselves to to have any kind of free time at all. And this leads of course to the fact that they start disliking the job feels more of a job, not a business. That is why it's really important to understand that how you define business, how you define your company is very, very important. I'm going to give you an example. If you're a designer, are you a designer who is designing in your company or are you a business owner who owns a design company? Okay, So uh, if you are a business owner who owns a design company, a company that does design for your clients, then your mindset is much more open for the next step that you need to start looking into when you have this uh, problem of not being able to grow. And in many cases, this is about building a team. And I know building a team might feel scary for many reasons. Maybe there are some legal reasons. You know, you don't want to end up with a big team of people if that is considered a big cost for you, if you cannot get rid of them, if they are not, you know, behaving like you wanted and so on. So all these horror stories. But then again, there are ways to build a business and build a team of fantastic people. And it doesn't always need to be that you start employing them. Okay, there are so many different ways to build a scalable business servicing your clients. But here's one thing that I also noticed a lot of people have as one of the growth blockers What comes to building the team and having other people servicing your clients, and it's this it's the ego, you know. We think we are professionals. I'm a uh, professional in my thing. You are professional in your thing. And particularly if we're in services, we care about that uh, image and that professional very, very much. Okay, so we think that nobody else can do as good job as we do. Okay, and uh, this is blocking you. And I know I felt the same uh, when I started Avenue. I felt the same. I felt that I need to be the one who is helping all our customers and clients because nobody else can do as good job as i can and and now (laughs) luckily i have changed my mind luckily i have learned my team the coaches that we have in my team they are absolutely fantastic so much uh, experience they have so much uh, value to give to our joint customers and clients so it's just not true Nobody can do the work better that you do. You have to trust. You have to have a, a belief that uh, if you your scaling model is to build a team, if that fits with your business model, with your revenue models, then the team is going to do amazing job. And again, it doesn't have to look like a very traditional uh, team where you need to employ the people Unnecessary. I mean, if you don't want to, if you want to, of course you can do that. But if you want to get started with building a team, there are so many different ways you can do that. And uh, employing somebody full time is probably not the best way to get started with uh, building a team. Okay, so we cover three different growth blockers right now. The first thing is a total confusion, and this is so much about you as the business leader. You don't know really what to do, where to go, what's next. You know, why should I do this and all those things. The second growth blocker is to not do anything. I mean, you have all the advice and guidance to grow your company, yet you're not doing any of those. And of course, that is blocking your growth. It means that you won't get those results out of the things that you did not do. So of course, it's it's pretty logical. But then again, I see this all the time. So for example, when I'm having conversations with people who reach out to us and we give them a good strategy to follow and then we might uh, f- you know, reach out uh, some time later and ask, so how is it going? Now, this is the kinds who don't work with us. Of course, with the own clients, we follow up uh, continuously and support them every day. But those ones who decide not to join our programs and uh, then we follow up and see, So how is it going? You know, we we created this amazing strategy for you. Have you been able to implement this? by yourself. And they say, well, I know that I should be doing this. I know in theory that I should be building all these things that we, you know, created this strategy, but I haven't done any. And, uh, you know, wondering why they are not getting the results. Third uh, growth blocker was more to do with uh, the actual business model, the revenue model that you decide to implement for your company. And it has to do with the fact that not all business models are easy to scale, easy to grow, and some other business models are much more, Easy to scale and grow. And sometimes, actually, quite many times when people start their companies, they don't really understand how that particular business model will grow and will expand. They might be following strategies that are not right for them. You know, they be, maybe follow some strategies and tactics that are not designed for that particular business model. And that is why they cannot grow their companies. Also, of course, they might have a pricing model that's not scaling. They might have um, business a product that is very difficult to scale because they have such low profit margins and for example they need to invest so much money in keeping the inventory and so on so there are so many different kind of uh, reasons why your business model would not support your growth intentions and uh, if this is something that you are looking to figure out let me know because this is something that we do every day we assess a lot of business to try to find these growth blockers and to see what is really blocking your growth. What is it that we need to focus on to solve right now because it's blocking the intentions and uh, what are then the strategies that we can implement once these blockers are gone, okay? Um, and number four, I want to give you another one as well. This is about uh, implementing systems. And uh, if you've been following uh, this podcast or following my teachings so what we do inside that and you know that we are very big on systems, systems and processes, and and tools and technology and automation is one third of the thing that we do inside Avenue, and we're very big on that. That's my background. I come from the IT industry, so for me, systems and tools come very easily, and it's a natural kind of development for in any life and business. But I know that uh, this is actually a struggle for many many business owners particularly for those who don't come from the technical background, they feel a little, maybe a little fearful about systems. And when I say systems, by the way, I don't necessarily mean technical systems, although we do implement a lot of technical systems because we know that these technical systems are here to help us to grow our companies. So when we can put these things in place, we have more time and hands-free to do other things that are important in our company. Companies and these automations are taking care of these things. Now, when I say automation, many people think about um, you know, like a, having a tool that is automatically publishing posts to Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and wherever. And that's not really the type of systems and automation I am talking about. Those might be the right ones for you as well. But more often than not, they're actually not the ones that you should care about so much. The systems that I'm talking about are much more strategic. Strategic systems. For example, how to make sure that you have a constant lead flow to your company. And every day, these people who have identified themselves as somebody who are interested in what you have to offer, how they can uh, take the next step together with you without you manually following up all the time. Now, I'm not saying manual follow-up is bad. In fact, we've just been sitting here today hours and hours and hours and manually following up a lot of people who we have in our systems and uh, sending them videos and uh, sending them messages and asking whether we can help them to grow somehow if they have problems that they would like us to solve. And this is something that we can do because we have... An automated lead flow. We have an automated system that will teach what we do here inside Avenue and then we can sometimes when we have time and space we can manually take on and start developing the uh, relationship with these people who we would love to work with someday of course podcast is not that automated either here I'm sitting and this is not something that I can automate but everything after I am going to press stop and finish here this uh, my talking we can automate and the publishing, you know, editing, all those things can be automated and systematized so we can have a really good workflow for our company. All right. So four different type of growth blockers. And my question to you is this, which one of these is... biggest growth blocker for you right now of course if confusion is that then it means that it's just a confusion you don't know where to start and maybe it is about your business model so there's no point that we would help you to get you know hundreds and hundreds of new leads and clients into your business tomorrow because frankly you are not going to be able to handle these customers and your business is going to suffer and of course the quality of your services is also going to suffer in those cases we would need to start working on your business modeling first to make sure that you can actually handle the growth. in some other cases you can handle the growth maybe you have a leverage business model and then it is the things that you do or don't do the things that you know you're supposed to be doing. You need to implement sales system. You need to implement constant lead flow. You need to invest in getting highly targeted people into your life and have a system to follow up and position your brand as the best choice for them when they feel ready. Maybe that is something that is supposed to be the next step for you. And logically, you might know this too, but it's just that you haven't started doing that. And just by logically knowing, Knowing something you know I know that I need to do this I know that I need to go to gym so that I can get fit and I need, know that I can't eat this sugar because it It's not going to do any good for my my weight. Just by logically and intellectually knowing those things, it's not going to give you the results that you wanted. And it's really, really important to understand these things and uh, really focus on solving those things. Focus on solving the blockers first and then decide the activators that are the right for you. Okay. If this makes sense to you, and if you feel that you're not sure what is blocking your growth, you have no idea where you should start engineering your growth, what the next step would be for you, why don't you send me a message? And the easiest way is to go to LinkedIn, find Dina Villian, and I'm going to link to my LinkedIn profile as well. Add me on LinkedIn, send me a message. Please just don't add me and not send me a message, but uh, send me a message and tell me that you, you know, came from the Show or wherever, and uh, what your growth issues are. So, what are your biggest growth problems? We might be able to help you. We don't know that yet, but I would love to figure out if we can do something for you and finally help you to solve those blockers and implement the right type of um, activators to grow your revenue, profits, and joy. Okay, Tina William here. Thank you so much for joining me here on a Monday again, and I will see you next time.